Good morning, it's Wednesday, January 9th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning from Loy Bog in Afghanistan. Afghans see gains fade as troops exit. From Albany, Governor Cuomo to press for wider curbs over gun access, and President Obama's nominees in step on light footprint. In today's national headlines, not even close, 2012 was the hottest in the U.S. And under Obama, a skew toward more male appointees. In this morning's business headlines, ex-analyst cooperates in insider trading case. Fuel leak is the latest setback for Boeing Dreamliner, and a Chinese man pleads guilty in a copyright violation case. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Loiba, Afghanistan. Afghans see gains fade as troops exit. Reported by Alyssa Rubin. The battle against the Taliban in Helmand province was so fierce two years ago that farmers here say there were fields where every ear of corn had a bullet in it. Now it is peaceful enough that safety concerns were an afterthought during this year's harvest. In districts of Helmand like Marja and Natali that used to be Taliban strongholds, life has been transformed by the American troop surge that brought in tens of thousands of Marines three years ago. Over several recent days, a reporter was able to drive securely to places that in the past had been perilous without a military escort, and many of the roads were better paved, too. So, why then was it so difficult to find an optimist in Helmand province? In conversations with dozens of tribal elders, farmers, teachers, and provincial officials, three factors loomed large. Dissatisfaction with the Afghan government the imminent departure of Western troops, and the recognition that the Taliban are likely to return. Few expressed much faith in the ability of the Afghan government and security forces to maintain the security gains won by the huge American and British military effort here, although some people said they believed that areas near the provincial capital would remain secure. Beyond that, there was little confidence, and many voiced worries that much of the province would drift back under Taliban control, after the NATO combat mission ends in 2014. Even now, with at least 6,500 Marines still in Helmand after a peak of 21,000 troops last year in Helmand and neighboring Nimroz provinces, local police say the Taliban have begun creeping back. Residents report that threats from nearby militant commanders have increased and that the Taliban are sending in radical mullahs to preach jihad in the mosques and woo the young and unemployed to their cause. Before the surge, the government in Helmand did not control even a single district, said Haji Antikula, a leader of the powerful Barakzai tribe in the Nawa district of central Helmand. They had a presence in the district centers, a very small area, but the Marines cleared many districts and they expanded the presence of the central government. Afghan forces now control his district, he said, but will not be able to hold it unless the foreigners manage to get rid of corruption in the Afghan government in the districts and the province levels. The surge brought jobs for many rural residents. There were small irrigation and construction projects which are finished now. As the rest find themselves jobless, village elders say, they will turn to whoever will protect them, even if that is the Taliban or criminals. 